Welcome to Streamable, the podcast about the best streaming content out there. We're going to be reviewing shows and movies from Netflix, Hulu, Amazon, Disney+, Peacock, whatever other services they come up with. So sit back, listen to our review, and then you can tell us how wrong we are on Twitter. I'm Jimmy. And I'm Brett. And together we have over 57 years of movie watching experience. Wait, we were watching movies when we were born? Shh, shut up. can't really make fun of quarantine quarantine sucks ass but at least one good thing came out of it which is this episode is that your intro <laughs> yeah that's, that's my intro because <laughs> yeah I, I i got nothing nothing to make fun of specifically i mean it, i was actually just surprised by the quality of an episode filmed basically all remotely and apparently all over iphones yeah that's the cool thing so we're reviewing mythic quest quarantine like you should have called it like quarantine edition or i don't know yeah, so we, we did the whole first season of Mythic Quest, which came out on Apple TV a couple months ago. Yeah, and it's been by far their best thing that we reviewed. And, uh, yeah, apparently they, Rob McElhaney, decided to shoot an episode during quarantine and basically told Apple, hey, give everyone a bunch of iPhones to film with. Yeah, he was basically like, can I get, like, 40 iPhones and then, like, 20 AirPods or something? And they're like, all right, sure. Which, yeah, that should be nothing to them. I don't understand why people needed multiple phones. I get maybe two to have different angles, but I don't know. Maybe they didn't want them to move their phones, so they just kept them static. Anyway. Uh, I mean, it, it let everyone set up, like, a, well, not not exactly four cameras, but, like, a four-camera sitcom-style, like, setup with these portable cameras basically and then they, yes like, i mean a vast a vast majority of people literally apparently just like put it over their computer's webcam i guess to try to simulate that angle like, yeah, they yeah that say, makes sense uh, we read some articles on the production of this but they didn't say specifically how that was done but anyway quality wise it's fine it wasn't any issues it's a pretty interesting episode technically yeah, I mean, it looked pretty good, considering that I was Zoom streaming it to Brett. No, no, no. Don't say that. That's probably <laughs> illegal. Shh. Don't worry about it. I have an Apple TV account. It doesn't matter. We both pay for it, We right? just wanted to watch it simultaneously together. Yeah, get Netflix party for Apple TV, Apple. Come on. I don't know why every streaming app doesn't have some sort of thing built into that. That'd be awesome. I assume only the Netflix has it because of their api well, it, or something with their back end well netflix actually used to have it built into uh xbox back in the day when you had like the xbox avatars you would actually walk into a theater and watch it together and you could emote with your avatars that's weird it was kind of stupid but it was also awesome i remember i used to watch it with my family when i was in college and they got rid of it for no reason well anyways yeah i mean the quality was good and i mean apple's proved that before they, they i think they shot like a full iphone commercial using only iphones and then that was also amazing. So we know that you can you can basically do like a full production value thing off of just iPhones. Uh, yeah, apparently the most difficult technical aspect for them to overcome was network latency. And they literally had all the app actors try to clap at the same time to synchronize that in some way. I don't know. I, I mean, I guess they built in delays into 
and I mean, technically for recording, that doesn't matter. I think it was more for uh, making sure they had the right comedic timing and things like that. So they could all see each other. Because apparently everyone was on one Zoom call for the whole recording. They would just cut between yeah. the two or three actors or whoever was actually needing to record. And everyone doesn't just mean the actors. There was like yeah. 40 people on these Zoom calls. Yeah, crew. I mean, people had to, yeah. I don't know what what crew exactly were involved. If there was a director, I who knows with this kind of an episode. It's very strange technically. Yeah, I I have no idea how they did it, but I mean it it did. I mean it was good enough that apparently Apple is submitting it for Emmy consideration. And Rob McElhenney also said, you know, worst case scenario of things come back again or don't get better, that they could potentially do more episodes like this. I mean, I, I don't think they're going to do the whole second season like this, but who knows? It's This has got to be a lot more work than a normal episode, right? I don't know. I mean, I feel like you have a much smaller crew. I feel like it's less money. I don't know. I don't know mm -hmm. that it is. I mean, I think there's a lot more maybe prep work. Like, the production team has to meet with every single person on a call and be like, oh, you got to set up a light here. And I mean, everyone was in their homes for this episode, as far as we know. And holy shit, Rob McElhenney has a nice house. Well, yeah, <laughs> that always well, sunny. Like yeah, <laughs> which 13, just became years of always sunny. No, fifteen. It's like the longest running sitcom 15. of all oh, time. Shit. Yeah. So there's that too, and also apparently, I mean, you know, a lot of shows were canceled or put on hold or whatever with everything going on. This is the only show I know of that's done anything like this to address quarantine, and the entire next season of Always Sunny is apparently based around quarantine i don't know that they're gonna necessarily film it like they did mythic quest but it's at least about quarantine well i thought you just said that they were just gonna cover it but like no i, I figured it'd be like i, I an expect a regular production but yes yeah well anyways you want to get into it yeah so i mean it you know most of it is zoom calls or iphones and facetime that's like really the whole episode those are all the shots. I guess it kind of goes away from that a little bit with Rob. But, yeah, so it, it starts on a Zoom call. David, who's the, I forget what his title is, basically a executive producer of the game studio or something. Yeah, I think he's a producer. Is on a Zoom call by himself, just singing to himself. Which, uh, I don't know about you, but I've been known to do when I'm waiting for people to join a Zoom. <laughs> And then Ian comes on, but he's sitting in his hot tub. And he realizes Poppy isn't there and decides to make a power play and is like, I'm not coming on until Poppy's on. I'm not waiting for her. So he gets off. Even though he's just sitting in a hot tub, that makes no sense. <laughs> uh, and then Poppy comes on. And I don't remember if David even says anything, but she's like, oh, I guess I have to be all fancy for this meeting. I'm going to go put on a bra. I think he mentions about her looking like she hasn't showered in a while. Well, yeah, okay. So Poppy looks like shit. And then Rob comes back on and he doesn't have a shirt on. And David's like, you can't do this. This is not, it's a business meeting. You need to, you know, still be professional. Which, I mean, I don't know how many Zoom calls you've had with people, but I've had a lot. And, like, no one's been that bad. But there's always, like, kids in the background and stuff. But apparently there are reports of people doing stupid shit during business meetings with their cameras on 
Yeah. Luckily, I haven't had a lot of like video chat meetings like that. Because yeah. I'm not wearing pants ever right now, so. <laughs> Don't stand up, please. <laughs> and they do have a new intro, so after that Zoom call and just Poppy and Ian fighting and David caught in the middle of it, as we expected from the end of season one, um, yeah, it cuts to a new intro and just has mythic quest quarantine on it Hmm. uh and then they bring up that they just released uh this plague blood ocean (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) and that was a huge fuck up during right before a pandemic uh so david or ian or someone is just like just take it out poppy just cut it out it's done and she's like no 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 hang on i can make a vaccine for it and make it part of the game uh and people are like are you just making work for yourself like why just take it out uh and then poppy is mean to Ian in australian i, I like forgot what part. a bogan is i think it's just a hillbilly okay yeah i don't the only reason i know that is from uh borderlands the pre-sequel because it was developed by an australian studio and that was in the game a lot <laughs> and yeah then it deals with you know they're at an office wide or you know at least the the normal group of people in a Zoom call, CW can't join. You know, he's the old guy dealing with technology, which apparently was very real. <laughs> that actor, like, w- could not deal with it. Makes sense. And then it cuts to the testing girls. They're on their own Zoom call. And they said something weird technically about all the players being on one server and there being bad latency, like... That didn't make much sense to me. Why would anything having to do with servers change? Yeah, I mean, the joke would have been better if we just mentioned that everyone was online. Right. And no one has anything else to right, do. Right. Yeah, that their yeah. usage stats were up 200% or something insane, whatever. Uh, like, roll 20 second. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how everything's doing, but... Um, and then Lou, who was the guy that took... Dana's job temporarily and Before then he got promoted. at the very end of the season one Brad promoted him and apparently promoted him to be in charge of the, the two of them the two female testers and they're talking about nothing for a while and then they're doing a joke where they're like on the zoom call and they pass things off frame and then the other one grabs a chip from off frame and try to make it seem like they're in the same room I thought the joke was going to be that they had moved in together or something, but no. And then Lou is like, oh, I can do this much better than you, and whatever. It's kind of a random joke, but it has a payoff in the end. I mean, it became... That that whole thing was, I think, like a big TikTok thing, where people kept doing videos where they would do something and then throw something off screen, and the next video would be somebody grabbing it from that direction and doing something with it and tossing it off screen. And people were making these videos throughout the quarantine, so I think it's just, it's a callback to that. Yeah, whatever. Sue has a brief appearance. Again, this is still the problem from season one that we jump into There's random things. Like, I mean, outside of uh, no, because I mean, you had an Ian and Poppy storyline. You had uh, a David and Brad storyline. You had the storyline with the testers. You briefly had a two-second storyline of Sue jumping in, and then you kind of had. I mean, the Sue's storyline is kind of just there to to jump in in between Brad and 
Yeah, so uh, whatever. Brad and David were in the middle. Uh, Basically, David wanted to donate a bunch of money given what was going on. And, I mean, they didn't say, but, you know, presumably they are probably profiting. Like, I assume most game companies and software companies are during this time because everyone has to use it. Right, right, yeah. Sue basically says that the kids are all timing out in terms of hours played. So I assume... It kind of hints that everyone is playing the game right now because there's yeah. nothing. To do. Uh, so they propose uh, David and Brad want to fight in Street Fighter, and apparently this was also mimicking real life. Uh, most of the major actors of this show played on a Ubisoft Twitch stream uh, to pe- play a game called Brawlhalla, and apparently uh, David, I forget his real name, but the the actor that plays. Yeah, the, the actor that plays Hornsby. David in the show, uh, his real name is David, and was apparently very good at this game. Uh, so they literally wrote this storyline around uh, David is supposedly really good at Street Fighter, uh, but Brad keeps beating him, and they kind of keep going double or nothing. At first, it's $100,000 donated to charity versus uh, David having to shave off his eyebrow. And then it's... $200,000 versus an eyebrow and all of his eyelashes. And then it's $300,000 for charity versus eyebrow, all eyelashes, and mustache. And then, yeah, David's plan is apparently that he is really good at it, so he sandbagged the first couple of times, and then he's going to come in and, and just yeah, and then wipe he pulls out, out his game plan. stick. Now, my question is, did David Hornsby actually have that gamepad, or did the production team send it to him? <laughs> that, that is a good question. I don't know. Do you play Brawl Hollow with a game? I, I mean, I don't think he, he seems, seems like he's like just a... a gamer kind of. I don't think he plays Brawl Hollow. I think it was just he happened to pick it up. Like I, I think all of them played that game for the first time on that okay. stream, and he picked it up faster than anyone. So people were like, "Oh man, you're a Makes gamer." Makes sense. Okay, okay. I I I didn't watch much of it. I happened to catch some of it, but I I don't know how much David actually plays games. But anyway. Um, and there's another storyline, very briefly, of Carol and HR saying that uh, Ian can't send uh, personal videos with the tagline of must watch or something. Oh, and at some point at the beginning, it does have <laughs> him, Rob, uh, Ian, recreating the music video for that song that I can't think of. Anyway, it's funny. Uh, um, yeah, I don't remember what it is. Uh... So Carol's freaking out about having to deal with kids at home, which you and I don't have to experience, but everyone I know of that has to work from home right now and has kids is absolutely losing it. Yeah, I mean, the only people I know with kids right now are my brother-in-law and my sister, and my brother-in-law already works from home, so he's already, it's, it's, yeah. it's not, it's not um, out of the ordinary. But I assume, yeah, I assume if you don't see your kids all the time and now you're seeing them 24 hours a day, it's probably Yeah, that's the crazy. only really, like, reference there is... I am being a narcissist and just referencing people having to deal with kids, I guess. Well, yeah, his whole thing is also that he's a narcissist, but there's nobody around because he's quarantined, so he's trying to yeah, find he's, ways he's to be inventing, a Yeah, sending remotely. people random videos, apparently. Uh, I did also like Carol's reference to they changed math. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm still mad about that, too. I mean, it's, it's old they now. They changed it, like, and they changed ten it, I years think, ago, like, man. five years ago. Oh, it's, it's still horrible. It doesn't yeah. make any sense. I still don't understand I, it. Good thing I'm not a teacher. I I learned my math. I'm good. Teach kids however you want. Whatever. 
it already worked. I don't know why we would change something that already works just fine. Um, and then again, it has a call with CW. I forget what he was even doing. He was trying to be on a call with Joe, but like it wasn't clear what their goal was. This seemed like, again, a kind of empty scene. Yeah, I feel like they, they just wanted to have every character represented in the special. And then also, this was just like combining the youngest character with the oldest yeah, character. I guess. I mean, it just was like, Joe's an assistant, CW's a writer. Like, what would they possibly ever work on together? I don't know. She was probably just tasked with uh, helping him figure anyway, out how to yeah, do the he's, remote stuff he's, because nobody else whatever. wanted to work on it. He has the, the video running, and then the audio's muted, and then he swaps. And then he calls her on FaceTime, but he's a panda. Oh, no, I understood that whole, the frustration with all of that just felt too real to me to be funny because I've dealt yeah, with I... this before. Because you try to help somebody with something, and then they keep trying other things. It's like, no, don't keep <laughs> just trying Just do what I tell things. you to, damn it. Just hit the one button I'm telling you to hit. You just have to hit one button and we're yeah. done. Yeah. yeah. At least you was, can do screen control, though. I don't think Joe could do that. No, the, like, my issue was once that I couldn't get the person to activate <laughs> yeah, screen control, at which point I would fix all their problems, and it took, like, two hours, and we never got anywhere, and I had to be like, I'd give I'll up give you a call tomorrow. Minutes. Two hours to try to do screen share? Come on. Anyway. It was horrible. Well, I got some OT for it, though. Uh, but anyway, CDW eventually gives up, and he's like, I'm going to send you a fax, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah... Poppy finishes her sprint of pushing out code. Oh, I had so many problems with all the code in this episode, though. I always it have so many problems that with their bad. code. But, like, you had an issue with her writing an error no, no, message no, last. Come on. Whatever. But it was, she wrote an error message that she didn't test like beforehand, and then she just pushed it to production. There could have been development. You don't know. She said she was Maybe done. Maybe someone else handles pushing it out to production. They could have a QA team, damn it. Why wouldn't you test that your code works before you push it to QA? That's QA's job. They're testers. No, it's not. No, that that bothered know. me Developers so don't much. test their code. Come on, we've worked with developers before. No, no, we don't test our code. Competent developers Yeah, do. I don't know sometimes. <laughs> Uh, anyway, so Ian calls her because she wants to celebrate, and he sent her a celebratory video, I guess. And yeah, that's when Poppy calls him out for being a narcissist. Uh, but she won't show her face this whole time, so it's kind of weird. Um, oh, he tries to do guided meditation, which made me laugh so hard. Because there's a lot of people into guided meditation right now. I didn't know that. I liked all of his workout videos. Yeah, set too. I, again, I was just impressed with Rob McElhenney's house. Like, holy shit. He has, like, a creek. He has a spa. He has a gym. He has a multi-million dollar house, for sure. I wonder where I assume they all lives. live in L.A. Like, that It seems like so much space. Like, how big is his house? Millions. And where is it? <laughs> like, the area? You want to go see Rob McElhenney? I mean, is that what you're getting still... at? I want to go live with him. Can I live with you, Rob? <laughs> Can I just live in your guest house? It's probably, yeah, probably bigger than my house. There's another call. I forget at one point it, it jumps to another call with Poppy and Ian. Oh, after another scene that pissed me off. Uh, which is, <laughs> That was when she was writing more code. 
but then he was like simultaneously writing stuff into her code yeah at first i thought so that she sees a bunch of comments and at first i thought he had left those before but he's basically saying like your work is done poppy why are you still working you know you're you're good but apparently they're there are comments that are being done while she's writing code. So yeah, they have some sort of a shared Google Doc code edit at the same time thing, which yeah, wouldn't work. Which never would work. It would be a horribly problematic. And but I reading the article and understanding why they did that scene is like I get it because they don't they're not coders. So they didn't understand the horribly horrible idea that that would be. But I also understood like the 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 nice feeling they were going for, which was that. I guess they were working on stuff remotely during the quarantine off of, like, some sort of shared doc. And then seeing the other person's cursor there felt kind of like you were, like, there writing with them. Yeah. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, that was Rob and Megan, uh, the other co-creator of the show. Yeah, Ian then calls her, FaceTimes her. He's out and about. He's wearing a mask, which does not cover his face at all. Like, what was that? It was like a balaclava. I think it covered his nose. I mean, it was right? loose. It was loose, though. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't a good cover. No. It wasn't really doing or, anything. Anyway. I mean, half the covers people are wearing right now don't do anything. I don't think anyone does the test you're supposed to do where you're supposed to, like, put on your mask and then try to, like, blow out a lighter with it. If you can blow out the lighter, your mask is doing nothing. Whatever. I have good masks. So, Ian is calling her, and Poppy's, again, not showing her face at all. Uh... I did like the cross the street bro thing because I've had that fucking interaction with my neighbors. Holy shit. What? Well, people not wearing masks approaching you and, you know, I have a dog or someone who's running or someone who's, like, in their side yard. Like, can you move, like, three feet away so I can walk by you? Like, people just don't give a shit at all. Yeah. It's incredibly frustrating. Anyway. Uh, Ian tries to have a showdown with someone and tells them to cross the street, but then he's like, yeah, he called my bluff. I'm crossing the street. That guy was huge. <laughs> yeah. uh, but then Poppy finally shows herself, and she's all kinds of fucked up, and she can't handle it. And she's like, yeah, my family's thousands of miles away. I don't have any friends. I was fine as long as I had work, but now when there's no work, I'm super sad. So it was like a weirdly emotional part of the show. Again, they're kind of, kind of barely holding that line of emotional versus comedy, which they were doing at times uh, in the season one of the show. Well, yeah, I mean, this one was a lot more just because they wanted to cover what everyone's feeling during the you know pandemic. Yeah, it, it worked better given the kind of overall theme of this whole episode, I think. Right. Um, as opposed to, I forget the episode, but the one that had jake johnson and that other actress that kind of random episode from season one you the best episode from season one uh, yeah it was good but it was also like weirdly emotional and besides the actors being different it just didn't feel like it fit with the rest of the show so i don't know and then it goes back to uh, the nice part so they have this giant zoom call oh well before uh yeah rob shows up at poppy's door rob ian shows up at poppy's door it wasn't rob it was uh the actress charlotte's husband because yeah because they can't just be ian couldn't actually do that rob yeah. couldn't actually do that so ian shows up and gives poppy a hug uh and then just leaves pretty much yeah which i had a similar experience a little odd but anyway 
and then we get rickety cricket because David did shave off actually in real life shaved off his eyebrow his eyelashes I didn't notice the eyelashes but maybe he did that do I I don't know if eyelashes really grow back though and his mustache uh, I'm, I assume they must right Maybe they have like a stopping point length that they grow up till. I don't know. Anyway, the body's smart uh, enough for that. So yeah, he, he was his mustache like a real mustache throughout the series, or did they actually shave off a mustache too? I assume he that was all real, and he actually shaved it all off. Well, yeah, he shaved off the eyebrow for sure, and then I like the article jokingly where he mentioned that they've they've done worse things to him and always sunny. Yeah, yeah, that's why I said rickety cricket. Like he, it's nowhere near as bad as some of the stuff he's done on that show. <laughs> yeah, and. Again, this was all because he lost to Brad in Street Fighter, and Brad, you know, wanted didn't want to donate the money, but then he reveals that he actually donated the money, and Ian matched it, so it was six hundred thousand dollars, which they apparently did in real life. Oh, was cool. it six hundred thousand? I have no idea. That sounds like a good amount, though. Um, yeah, so that's cool. Yeah, the plan was originally for David to win, but they, I guess they thought it was funnier for him to to pretend, to pretend pop out to that he's really good at Street Fighter and then still lose. Yeah, I think they... I mean, I, I think... I don't know if this was intentionally an evolution of Brad's character, but, like, not make him totally insane. Although we have agreed that sitcom characters become caricatures of themselves over time, so... Yeah, they generally get more and I more insane over time. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, I he, he's already trying to collect people's souls and shit, so I don't know how much crazier he Well, so, I mean, he did say the only reason he donated the money was because he got something out of it, which was David's pride. His, his essence. <laughs> yeah. Well, his essence was his mustache. Yeah. Which, yeah. Losing it cost him his pride. And anyway, then Lou has this big, so they're on this huge Zoom call. I think it is 20 people. Uh, I think it was 16. It was a 4x4 grid. I thought it was a 5x4. Anyway, so Lou has organized this to basically do a Rube Goldberg machine. Of Each person has a different part, and as it goes from one side of their camera frame to the other, it carries over into the next person, which anyone who knows Zoom knows the order does not stay the same across calls, which is incredibly annoying. That is stupid. Yeah. Because I've been on those Zoom calls and they've been like, oh, I see so-and-so. And they're like, what? He's to the left of you. No, it doesn't work. It changes for everyone. It's random. So that wouldn't work. But still the idea was nice. And apparently, in real life, the production team made this massive Rube Goldberg machine, split it up, sanitized it, and shipped it out to each of the actors. Then had to have them recreate their part of it and film it. 10, 20, 30 times each. Yes. Which, which, yeah, is. again, that's insane, and I'm sure the editors were kept very busy. By the way, this whole show was done in three weeks. From concept to live. Yeah, that's insane. And they probably spent a week coming up with the concept, so the editors probably had a week. That is insane. But, I mean, then I guess that means that it is easier to work on these? Yeah, I think it is. I'm guessing the editors did a lot of overtime. Sure. 
uh, again, I think they probably had the hardest part, especially when you think about things like color matching and, you know, I don't think they sent people lights and stuff like that. So trying to get everything look looking the same and looking right, you know, even though people were in their own houses, uh, both, you know, obviously they were really in their own houses, but in the show, I'm sure they allowed for some variants. I think they probably had to do a lot to make it look the same. But anyway, the, you know, Rube Goldberg machine ends, well, right before it ends, it gets on like the third to the last person or something, and it's CW, who of course isn't in the call because he can't figure out the technology, which, why would they include him at all? But anyway. Um, He'd be upset if he wasn't included. He he jumps on just in time to get his part to go through, and they finish, and it, I don't know why it ends with grabbing a chip again, but whatever. Well, I mean, the whole thing was to make the chip thing more badass. Is that, like, the thing that people are doing, though? Is that the meme? I, I don't know. Uh, no. Is grabbing a chip off screen? Like, that was their whole shtick throughout the whole episode, but... No, 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 it's different things. Like, I saw one that was, like, lightsabers. Uh, so people were tossing lightsabers to each other and then doing, like, cool, like, lightsaber spin moves and shit, like, tossing off screen. And the the other one was, I think, girls and, like, a hairbrush or something. And then they would go from looking, like, kind of, like, homely to, like, being all made up. Okay. I don't get it. Whatever. There was a really funny one where uh, a dude made fun of that by having the, the brush materialize out of thin air for him. And he's confused as to what the fuck's happening. And he starts Googling, like, uh, black holes in space. <laughs> okay. And then, and then he tries to get rid of it a bunch of times, and it keeps coming back. And he's it, it was a pretty funny one. I'll send it to you. Okay, that's random. Anyway, I, it was a... It was probably one of the better episodes of Mythic Quest, in my opinion. Like, as good, if not better, than some of the regular Season 1 episodes. Yeah, it was really good. So, I applaud them for the writing on that. I mean... Technically, it was obviously very difficult, but I mean, given their experience, I bet they could make this work for a whole season. I don't expect them to, but I think hopefully the world like, starts getting back to more normalcy, so we don't well, yeah, have to rely uh, on of that. Of course, I hope <laughs> that, but uh, I, I just wonder what kind of things it opens up for other people, because again, technically they could do it in three weeks so it should be i don't want to say easy but it, it should be it's possible i mean a, but a new normal for people kind of that, what yeah. other show would be able to make use of it though like it, i mean any show that deals with tech i think um i was gonna say like anything with like an office environment but I don't any kind of a sit shows. frankly any sitcom could do it hmm. i don't watch many currently running sitcoms but I don't see any reason why any sitcom couldn't do it. I mean, the other thing they said, like, I, I forget who this quote w was from, but basically they said, you know, we're not Game of Thrones. We can be sitting in our homes wearing our normal clothes, fortunately, given the nature of the show. Right, right yeah, I think it was Rob uh, basically saying that, yeah, they dress like their characters, so. Yeah, I mean, their wardrobe basically consisted of the wardrobe department saying, go show us what's in your closet, we'll pick something out for you, I think. <laughs> It's always weird, like, thinking about, like, the fact that Rob could come up with an idea to do something like this, because in my brain, he's Mac from Always Sunny. <laughs> and he's kind of an idiot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I think Rob McElhinney is actually a smart person. <laughs> I know. It's just so hard to get that, like, disconnect. 
But, I mean, this is also, again, not going too much into, into Rob and Always Sunny, but the, the pilot of Always Sunny was shot on, like, handheld video cameras and was actually terrible quality back then but this right, was 15 years ago. Right, but I think, I think they made it for about $200 or something like that. Right, yeah. So, I mean, he uh, maybe he just harkened back to that in some ways. Yeah, I mean, I, I wonder if people will make use of it. Hopefully we don't have to see a lot of it and hopefully Corona gets more under control relatively soon, but but if we don't, I mean, this is at least a good way for us to get you know entertainment from big companies. Yeah, I mean, I, I was, again, kind of amazed that no one has thought of this. Yeah, I mean, as the closest... As far as I know, this is the only show that's done anything, any production during quarantine, other than people who had already, like, finished and, you know, just needed to edit or do things like that. Yeah, other than, like, YouTubers, uh, I've, I've been seeing, like, they're, they're doing, like, home-based stuff. But, yeah, I'm surprised that the bigger people haven't done it. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, pretty good show. Go watch it on Apple TV+. Plus. I don't think you could watch it without having watched season one but we recommend watching that anyway so just go watch all of mythic quest yeah i mean you got time probably <laughs> this is true and next week i believe we are doing space force oh which yeah will be out actually before this podcast is out i don't know how much we'll watch i guess we'll see how good it is but i'm super stoked i'm a science nerd i'm a space nerd and i love steve carell so yeah, I want to watch this. <laughs> okay. All right. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to our podcast. You can find us on all the popular social media sites at StreamablePod and listen to the podcast on your favorite platforms. Please be sure to subscribe and leave us a review.